Hello, 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 and welcome to yet another episode of the one and only and not so lonely Crush It with Creativity podcast with your host, Joy Kosh. What is that it that we crush in this podcast? Well, anything that poses itself as an obstacle on your path to step into your field of favor gets crushed in this Crush It with Creativity podcast. So brace yourself for an exciting episode and keep crushing it with your creativity. This is Joy Kosh. Episode 7 in the Crush It with Creativity podcast. The title of this episode is Innovation to Innovation for Impact and Profit, a Continuous Roadmap. And this is part one of three. Want to go from point A to point B? Simply follow a roadmap and you would have arrived at your destination. Job well done. However, in the world of innovation, i.e. inner innovation that I spoke about in previous episodes, innovation of yourself and innovation of the product or service that was birthed from your creative ideas, the end of the road actually loops around, makes a 180 and restarts the journey almost in an infinite loop. Note that I said almost. Innovation on a certain product or service stops when the impact to profit ratio falls prey to the law of diminishing returns. In other words, from a product or a service life cycle perspective, when the profits from the value stack of continuous innovation plateaus or even drops off, from a perceived impact in the target market, it is time to transition to a new invention or innovation cycle of a new product or service. The same concept applies to innovation as well. Based on your core competencies and your unique impactability, you will need to identify your field of influence and your field of favor that lights you up and fills your soul with delight and passion to deliver that impact with your inventions and innovations. That invention or innovation of your targeted product or service demands that you step up to the plate with perhaps acquiring new skills, perhaps a pivot to an entirely new area of expertise or recruit new partnerships that bridge the gaps in your current skill set to accelerate the process of your invention or innovation. Innovation being an innovation itself, where you are innovating your own unique impactability is a continuous roadmap, which is why it is so exciting. Imagine 
how exciting this world of innovation and innovation is when every day you engage in it makes you a different person, a better person, a more impactful person, a better revenue generating machine than what you were yesterday. Every day you are discovering a new you. When you look at the mirror during your me time, making more impact, generating more profits for yourself and for the passion of your mission. Can you imagine the value of your growing intellectual capital every day that you invest in innovation and innovation? Let us take a moment to understand a stratospheric level of innovation and innovation continuous roadmap so that you know the different milestones along the way. In my book, The Magic of Inventing, I dive deeper into the details of a much more involved roadmap. But for the purposes of this podcast, I believe this overview will whet your appetite. If you are listening to an audio podcast, you may want to pause, pop over to my blog page at https colon forward slash forward slash crush it with creativity dot uniqueimpactability.com and search for the topic continuous roadmap and you will be able to refer to a graphical representation of this roadmap that I'm about to discuss. The first milestone is called identify. Assuming that you have a completely new and greenfield idea that really is the next best thing since sliced bread. The identify milestone signifies a starting point of your roadmap to an invention. What are we identifying here? We are identifying a problem to solve that will make an impact on a target market. And that problem could be a pain that we want to reduce or eliminate, shifting the person in pain to a higher emotional state of comfort or pleasure. The problem could also be shifting a person who is already in pleasure to a state of exhilaration. Essentially, a solution to a problem shifts the emotional state of the customer from lack to fulfillment, from a frown to a smile. Hence that impact, the intended impact. Identify is a milestone because you would have performed some market research on the problem to determine that what you think to be a problem is indeed a problem, not just for a handful, but for an appreciably large enough market. Now, this is no mean task. And sometimes the personal ego for invention could cloud your better judgment. I've come across several inventors who went all in with their idea, even to the stage of an expensive patent filing, only to find there is not enough demand for their solution. Let us not have that happen to you. Let's move on to the evaluate milestone. 
Consider this milestone evaluate as a litmus test for your big idea that you have identified to be the focus of your invention or innovation. This is where you would complete a series of market research, focus group polling, and analysis of factual data to determine the commercial viability of your solution to the problem that you have identified as your area of focus. Now, taking a cue from quantum physics, the position of a particle in a given space and time depends on the observer. And in your case of an invention or innovation, if you are the only observer of that problem in focus, that's not good enough. If your friends and family who love you and will never break your heart are the only observers, well, that is still not good enough. You need to go beyond your domain of influence to find those objective observers of the problem to understand with authenticity if the perceived problem is indeed a real problem that is worthwhile to solve. Can the solution make a large enough impact to generate large enough profits for the inventor or innovator. And that is what I refer to as commercial viability. So this evaluate milestone requires several checks and balances to be made in order to determine that commercial viability. Is there a market demand for a solution to the problem in focus? Could you get the solution in the hands of the target market through an equitable value exchange? There is absolutely no point in coming up with a $100 solution to a $10 problem. And likewise, it will not be prudent to come up with a solution that generates $100 in revenue that costs you $110 to get it into the hands of the customer. Neither of these scenarios will advance your credentials as a profit-conscious entrepreneur and would burn you out with disappointment. Since obviously we don't want any burnouts while we are innovating and innovating since that would be a serious setback, I am sure you would not want to venture into any of those commercially non-viable solutions. We want to crush it with your creativity, right? Not get crushed by creativity. So this makes the evaluate milestone a critical go, no-go decision point before you invest any other resources to advance your creativity. To my private clients and mentees, I provide a tool called impact-based pricing which is a quite comprehensive multi-level set of formulas and calculations to help them determine the commercial viability of their creative ideas. Yet another component of the evaluate milestone is the lead time to market. Now call it planetary consciousness if you will, but our thoughts are actually electromagnetic waves. No, it is not some woohoo stuff 
This is a scientifically proven fact. In my opinion, these electromagnetic waves from the brain have a specific frequency signature of the thoughts generated from a person's creative pursuits. Some of these waves are bouncing off the electromagnetic field of the planet and getting reflected back on us, looking for a host brain to receive it and do something with it. It depends on whether the recipient of that stream chooses to download and embellish that thought into an invention or innovation or chooses to ignore that incoming idea and move on with their lives. I remember several years ago, literally out of nowhere, when I had some painters doing some paint work at my house, an idea suddenly came to me about color changing walls. Now the idea was to create a modularized translucent fiberglass panel in front of an array of color changing LEDs that could be interconnected with other similar modules, almost like the slabs of a jigsaw puzzle to create a wall. And through a mobile app connecting over Bluetooth, the user could change the color of the wall to whatever color suited their fancy. Want to have an accent wall in a room? Sure, he could do that. Want to go crazy and wild and have each wall in the room to be a different color? No problem. Such a product would definitely have been the first in the market in those days and would have solved the problem of a time-consuming and laborious paint job with all that plastic and taping being set up and taken down, including access restrictions in the room where the paint job was in progress, paint gripping all over. The convenience factor of such a product would be so great and a specific segment of the market, call it homeowners, renters, or even commercial office spaces, would have loved to have a product like that. So clearly there was a net positive commercial viability of such an invention. But then, despite that commercially viable idea, life got in the way and I did not pursue further, convincing myself that I will get back to it when the time was right. Wrong. Boy, was I wrong. A couple of years go by, and one day I'm surfing the web, and I come across an ad that made me stop and pensively click on it. To my utter dismay, I get directed to a website where they're selling color-changing walls. Pretty much what my idea was. No kicking myself, pulling my hair out, throwing my hands up in the air in sheer disappointment to have missed the boat, did not help one tiny bit. I had languished. I had fallen into the procrastination trap and paid dearly for what could have been a great invention to my name. But you know what? Kudos to those innovators who resonated with that idea that probably came to them 
as a gift of planetary consciousness, they took action and they made history. The point I am making with that story is for you to estimate how long it will take for your idea to go through the other milestones of the innovation roadmap before it can be commercialized and placed in the hands of a customer, making that impact originally intended and that too at a profit. Success loves speed, but then haste is also waste. If your lead time to market is too long, the market might find other alternatives and move on from your domain of influence with your innovation. If you crunch your lead time by cutting corners, it may compromise the quality of your product or service, which actually defeats the purpose of your invention or innovation in the first place. Hence, part of your evaluation criteria in the evaluate milestone is not only the human impact factor and the profitability aspects of your innovation, but also the timeliness of commercialization. Now let us move on to the next milestone called innovate. Have you observed in the past 18 months or so, the number of articles on innovation that adorn the internet have gone up exponentially? Yes, we are pioneers after all, and innovation is in our DNA. But in the recent months, the flurry of activity has been unprecedented in our history. More and more companies are embracing open innovation, where they are welcoming creative ideas from inventors and innovators outside their corporate payroll list. When you are at the innovate milestone, the rubber hits the road in order for your intangible thoughts to start the process of morphing into a tangible thing. Behind this milestone are a slew of steps related to problem solving, brainstorming, hard and smart work, living in simulated parallel universes, if you will, each one of which represents a particular set of form, function, and benefit stack of your intended product or service. This is also the period of prototyping, lab testing, trials of prototypes for focus groups, improvements, until such a stage is reached when the product or service seems to become eligible or commercially viable for production and commercialization. This can also be a period of confusion with challenges to figure out the pros and cons of each approach to a solution to the problem in focus. In some cases, the inventor may find themselves chasing perfection instead of imperfect action. In other words, if timeliness is important for your invention or innovation to hit the market, you cannot afford to lose momentum. If you are an independent inventor with no team, with a comparable level of innovation to rely on, the innovate stage could lead you to analysis paralysis. 
Boy, don't I know that for a fact. If you are working as a team, remember, team is an acronym for together everyone achieves more. Sound product ownership, contention resolution, cost management, working on agile style frameworks to build the minimum viable product or service and then iteratively improve upon it until a commercial version of the product or service is ready are absolutely critical to move the innovation forward. It is impossible to cover every detail about the different activities related to innovation in one or a few episodes. However, know that this milestone is the make or break decision point before your product can be manufactured or your service can be implemented at a commercial scale. The evaluate milestone was based on estimations and research. But this innovate milestone, however, either confirms those estimations, modifies them, or even nullifies all the commercial viability estimations that you might have made in the past. Why? Because you have a quote unquote living, breathing prototype in a product or service that has gone through probably several iterations of testing with focus groups who have used the product or service under your observations and they have provided feedback. The Innovate Milestone also factors in the cost of manufacturing in case of a physical product or offering in case of a service. Distribution, marketing, customer service, maintenance, now these are real numbers as opposed to the estimates in the evaluate milestone and hence the final go-no-go no go decision point from a commercial viability perspective. Now these are more factual numbers as opposed to the estimates in the evaluate milestone and hence the final go-no-go no go decision point from a commercial viability perspective. So let us draw the line on this episode at this point, and in the next episode, we will continue with the rest of the milestones of the roadmap. While there are no shortcuts to compelling innovations, there are resources and techniques that can fast track you for your innovation. Until next time, refer to the three milestones of the innovation roadmap that I have illustrated here in this episode and compare it with how you are going to use your unique impactability to crush it with your creativity. All right, my friend, let us close out this episode. If you know anyone who could benefit from this information, help me make an impact in their lives by sharing this with your social network. Sharing is caring, as you know more so when what you share can actually benefit others. I appreciate you listening to this podcast and I'll catch you soon in the next one. Bye for now. Ladies and gentlemen, this brings us to the end of this episode in the Crush It with Creativity podcast. We trust you enjoyed it just like Joy did 
pouring his heart out to you. Should you feel this episode added value to you, we would love for you to share this episode with your friends and family in your social media networks so that we can impact other lives with our message. Ready to take on a Crush It with Creativity challenge for yourself and really crush whatever poses an obstacle for you stepping into your field of favor? Visit us at, at www.uniqueimpactability.com for details on the next challenge coming up and sign up for more information. Until the next episode, take care and keep crushing it with your creativity. We'll be right back.